0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Simply Soccer. I'm your host, Michelle Hutink, and with me is Christian Conway.
1: Three out of three ain't bad, guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so Galaxy have won their third game in a row, and this time away in Portland. Um, I'm really proud of the team, I have to say. I I know that Portland was doing their squad rotation, and Bingham still has really poor skills at this point, but... And they gave up two goals, so these are the things that I'm highlighting because I mean you could the pendulum could swing either way, um especially when it comes to this Sunday, but I as easy as it is to get either super excited on one side or to be really be focusing on what could go wrong, I think that you know we gotta give credit where credit is due uh our three. Amazing goal scorers. Efrain Alvarez got his first start and his first goal. Pavon, of course, is on fire. Amazing. Just took took all of that upon himself to score. And I think he needed that boost. And then, you know, you have a golasso from Corona. So I really am just just really proud of um, Escarotto for stepping it up. Even if it has Dominic Caneer's fingerprints on it, I'm... I'm glad to see the direction that we're going, especially since there was no Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, you know, we have to see. Uh, there's not much time between games, but but I think if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> for what's working right now.
1: And what's what's so interesting and, and what I kind of agree with is Joe Titino, the uh, the radio and uh, Spectrum Sportscast uh, head anchor for uh, Gauss games, basically said, look, you know, a team has to be commended for going up on you know flying the same day, really kind of mm-hmm. having odd preparation for the game. Flying up to Portland that same day, playing that game, and yes, they played Portland's B side. I think we can agree on that. But you know, going out and putting out that performance, and then coming home that same day and landing at what three o'clock in the morning, and then oh, you have to prepare for you know the, the, your biggest rivals. Like that. That mm-hmm. is. There's something to be said for the the difficulty of that task mm-hmm. and the ability to to pull it off with with relative aplomb. I mean, you know. It, I, I think there was again, you know, the, the second goal we we definitely can get into in terms of what, or the second goal conceded we can get into in terms of of, of David Bingham versus defense. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, they put in ninety a complete ninety minute performance again, and that's the third time they've done it. And you know, they it it wasn't pretty at times. I think definitely it it the game seemed to be slow at times, but you know, sometimes just you know, you have one or two individual performances that drive you through a game. And I think that's what we saw with Efrain Alvarez and and Christian Pavone in this game, which was just, you know, two very good individual performances and the rest of the team bent but didn't break.
0: Yeah, I think that the problems aren't something to focus on exactly because, again, people are asking a lot of who is this Galaxy team? Like, how did they turn this around? And that's the biggest question. And I just think, you know, when you see slip-ups like from Bingham or like in the defense, it's like, well, this is still the same team that we know. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's like, you know how they said the trust the process, um, you know, that, that you're still going to see those things in, in the way that they're progressing. Right. Like nothing is going to be perfect. Um, it's also MLS. So you have bad calls uh, from the ref. There's, you know, V VA, no VAR, but then it goes, you know, it goes both on both sides. Um, and then you just move on when it comes to those things. It's like on to the next one. Um,
1: I, I don't hmm. think we can really complain about the refereeing in this game because you know as 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 much as we were shafted, so was Portland shafted. You know, it, it wasn't really necessarily like you know one team wasn't was faced more injustices. Both teams were definitely at the the mercy of some some very arbitrary re- refereeing. Um, you know, I, I also think what's when you, you said like what you know this Galaxy team. What's so different about this Galaxy team? I think is that. You know, they, they bet, but they didn't break. And I think previous Galaxy teams before would have broken. And I think, you know, there's, again, there, I, I said it after, after the San Jose game and the LAFC game, but there seems to be a certain level of just mental toughness around this side that I don't think really existed when they went to Orlando or even in the first two games of the season. They just seem mentally more uh, more plugged in. They seem more just willing to compete for one another. It does feel more like a cohesive group of 11 starters rather than necessarily 11 pieces of individual talent.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, piggybacking on that is to say, um, you know, the the team definitely has their spirit back. And that's, you know, on paper, everybody always looks good. And now to be able to see the pieces working together, I I likened it to a chess match, um, especially when we're going to be coming up to this. Uh, LAFC match and I was you know joking that it's like there's literally like a black side and a white side unless unless LAFC changes up their their kit because of uh, weather but um I I really do see it as the like co- battle of the coaches right now you know like uh, who who can out coach the other and you know even though you've got Portland's B side like they they still have instructions I mean you know to give credit to to our opponents too um, I mean, it's not like it was an easy game. And I think the Galaxy earned the goals that they scored, and I think that they continue to... And and I think what, what the Galaxy need to have credit for is that they break down their opponent's chances. You know, they in Portland, they made them play the ball long, um, and that that was credit to the Galaxy's defense.
1: Yeah, and I think another thing that you know when it came to this game i think you know it, the galaxy were tenacious in this game i think you know it it definitely was as i predicted it was kind of it, it, it's it was a stop start kind of pacing you know the galaxy weren't necessarily it wasn't necessarily you know one team was was dominant in possession the other team you know wasn't it it did feel kind of even but i think you know chaloro again got it right you know i i think that's that's the thing is that the galaxy have just you know had three brilliant moments from Shaloto where Shaloto just has gotten the game plan tactically right, you know, and, and, you know, maybe, you know, Zubak suffered a little bit in this game. I think, I think legit wasn't. Accepted.
0: Yeah. He was kind of non-existent. Yeah. I um, think Zubek.
1: I think between, you know, Zubak and legit, they definitely had quieter games than they've had, but you know, one player that I think really kind of sparked this galaxy team was Efrain Alvarez. Like, I mean, he, you know, first start, you know, obviously a very well taken goal, um, after, you know, one of the, one of the better, you know, galaxy moves we've seen in a couple of years time, um, just that you know, six. What was it? Sixteen pass move that you know is, is culminated by our friend Alvarez taking that final touch and then slamming it home. But you know, it was it, it 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 looked like our friend Alvarez was ready for the big time in this kind of game. And and I know I I I definitely kind of dogged on him after the LAFC performance. But you know, in these past <laughs> two games, well, I mean, in these past two games, he's proven me wrong. And and you know, that's
0: well, it, that's what we want. Yeah. I
1: mean, <laughs> the thing is, he's a sixteen-year-old kid. Like you know every night he's not going to get every performance right but i think in this game you know he looked he looked the part and i think that is a really big help moving forward for the galaxy i also think you know uh julian arajo again i think staked his claim for starting outside back you know over over overall filter i think you know i loved seeing that side of, of of the flank because i mean you know it's not just from like a you know from a purely just soccer perspective i think both of them looked very you know adept that evening but from just a General LA Galaxy fan perspective. It it does make me feel good that you know we're watching the the academy pipeline start to to bear fruit. You know, and, and we're starting to see players that you know the Galaxy have taken you know raised through the academy system, taken through those dose, and now they're getting their shot at the first team. And that's it's a good feeling to have.
0: Yes, what it is what uh, Dennis DeClosse was was talking about, and it's amazing to me that to me when the the uh Pandemic started that you know they looked like the youth academy was about to actually suffer from that, and so when I see the pipeline starting to work, I just imagine that when this is over and when things are are finally getting better and they can start uh, really doing more with their youth academy, I really think it's it can. This is exactly what we were wanting and hoping for, especially as U.S. soccer fans, that you can see the growth and development. And I even saw about um, on Twitter, it was Tucker and I think it was Uncle Dishwasher. Is that his name on Twitter? Um, that they were talking about how if we can get homegrown players, that'll help with the TAM. And then they can have the international DPs um, with the money. So, exactly. uh-huh. I
1: mean, I agree 110%. You know, you, you don't have to go out and buy a roll filter, you don't have to go out and buy, you know, a. You know, Emilio, Emiliano, and Swad, Like, you don't have to go out and do that because you know, just the talent is there. I mean, what most smart MLS teams have figured out is that you know, it, it's it's where to save money and where to save money is is on the defense and 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 in kind of the the everyday midfielder kind of positions where it's like you don't have to be flashy, you don't have to be necessarily great, but you can if as long as you're good enough, then you spend enough money in attack and it kind of papers over the cracks, like you know. I, I look at, you know, teams like Atlanta, I look at teams like, you know, um, like LAFC, for example, right now, where, you know, it, Tristan Blackman and Dejan Jankovic as a starting center back pairing isn't really necessarily what I'd qualify as sexy, but, you know, it gets the job done for them. And, like, that's, and it frees them up to spend, you know, exorbitant amounts of money, excuse me, <clears throat> and people like Cifuentes and, you know, Guinella and and Rossi and Rodriguez and, and so on and so forth, you know, the Galaxy I think, have suffered over the past two years in a misappropriation of spending, so to speak. Like, it it does feel like, you know, they've spent money on individual fires rather than looking at the collective unit and saying, all right, you know, how can we smartly allocate funds throughout the squad?
0: And that is where the history of the galaxy does come into play, because that is kind of the notion that we've kind of been associated with where you know the galaxy's big on money and they can get big names um so you know this is a shift uh long time fans might have to adjust to some of the uh what the how they end up spending the money and who they end up getting to play um you know messi decided to stay with barcelona so sorry that uh <laughs> we won't be announcing him anytime soon on we could this side for- of the pond
1: we could record an entire podcast about this Lionel Messi drama and what it means with Barcelona and him. I swear to God, I could talk about that for three hours.
0: <laughs> I know. I was going to say, like, oh, you mean he raged quit again? Like, is this somebody who we really want to play for us? Who, Like, if you think Zlatan was bad, like, bring Messi here and have him have a tantrum anyway.
1: Now, he, I mean, <laughs> OK, we'll talk about it for a solid two minutes. But here's the thing about Lionel Messi and Barcelona. This isn't, this isn't him. This wasn't him rage quitting because he was throwing a tantrum. This was him just done with the politics of a horribly broken club for the past 10 years so
0: <laughs> but then he told goal that his family was quote-unquote brutal drama when they didn't want to move so <laughs> it,
1: it, it's it's I don't think Messi is necessarily the 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 one throwing the tantrum here and and I mean it's also funny because Barcelona's president Bartomeu just got hit by uh Mossad which is the uh the Catalan police for uh, cor- uh corruption and um embezzlement I believe so it's a <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm I'm not (laughs) denying any of that, but I also see Messi's history of like with Argentina. uh, I don't blame him necessarily for being upset. I'm just saying, like, he does definitely lets his emotions uh, cloud his judgment.
1: He played with with bums on an Argentine national team for ten years. Like, I don't blame
0: him either. Barcelona team's not what it was either. But anyway, that's why we are called simply soccer. Thanks for. (laughs) We have to, we have to, otherwise we'll do another episode on that. Um, Write in and let us know. Would you guys like to? Um, Yeah. You're, you know, at us on Twitter. Um, Okay. So back to the galaxy. Um, What I was going to say about, about legit, I was okay with him being a little quiet in that he's had his games. And I, I love that um, Alvarez Pavon and Corona got, their time to shine because then it, like you were saying, like it makes them feel like this is a team. This isn't just an individual again, relying on just legit to do things. Um, This was everybody working together. That first goals build up. Okay. We were saying they don't play sexy soccer, but that build up was something fun to watch. Reminiscent of a 2014 galaxy season Um, from a 16 year old to, to be able to take advantage of that. uh, Incredible.
1: Yeah, and I think what's what's interesting about this game, and you, and and again, I, I I agree with you that I don't think LeJet necessarily had his most active game as a Galaxy player in this. But if you watch kind of the way that Portland set up to defend this Galaxy team, it, they they were very narrow, they were very central, and I think the plan was to be that aggressively central in order to choke out any kind of space that you know Leggett would operate in, and you know make it really hard for Leggett to kind of do what he's been doing, which is is kind of this floating number ten role that. Um, that he's he's done so well, and I I think basically Portland decided just to brute force him out of the game, which, it, while not being the most you know glamorous strategy, is generally very effective, and that's you know how the galaxy kind of the galaxy then kind of were able to be really successful because you know they've got a a guy in Christian Pavone that can just put the ball on his foot, beat two defenders, and all of a sudden he's breaking into space like that. That's really beneficial to have in a situation like this type of game, um, and I I just think Portland you know squad rotating just didn't really have the personnel to to answer the Pavone question. Um, you know, and again, you know
0: Well, and Pavone's they, amazing. Yeah. Like and I think, <laughs> to answer that question would be very difficult.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Portland just kind of bet that, all right, you know, they're starting a sixteen year old over on the other side of that attacking trio. Like, you know, we don't know what type of game he's gonna have. He doesn't know what type of game he's gonna have. You know, we can kind of just let that variable figure itself out. And then it turns out Efren Alvarez has an absolutely brilliant game, alongside Julian who's bombing up that wing. Like you know, well, well,
0: yeah, and playing out of position. I mean, he's been playing out of position, and it's it's. I'm really proud of him. I'm really yeah. happy to see that.
1: What what's interesting about Julian Araujo is is you know I, I don't know necessarily, you know they're playing him out of position at you know at, at the wing position, which I don't think necessarily plays as a wing in Shilota system, you know, but, but you know it, it, it's interesting because I the the national team program sees him as as an outside back, but you know, Shiloto doesn't see him as an outside back, I think. And so, like, I think that's that's going to be a really interesting thing to see over the next, like, year and a half of his development and his career is, like, you know, it, it, will he continue to start at the outside back position or, you know, does Shiloto kind of bully the national team program into kind of backing down and letting Shiloto kind of turn him into that really kind of that defensive winger that the Galaxy have been using him as. Um, but, it, it, look, I mean, you know, the Galaxy, it, the Galaxy got it done by, you know, a really incredible, impressive person or like individual performance from you know Pavon and Efrain and Julian, and then it was kind of like, well, the rest of the team just had to be good enough, and they were good enough. I mean, you watch, you know, of course, the build-up to the first goal is is absolutely gorgeous, and then you know Pavon's individual effort on mm-hmm. the second goal is it's is
0: just Pavon it, it's, yeah, <laughs> in it, in lights. <laughs>
1: it's him justifying a twenty million dollar price tag. Um, yes, and then of course Corona's third goal. I mean, r- what a finish! Like. He's not gonna. It's only what his second goal on MLS, and I don't think he's gonna score yes. better than that. Uh, and you know, unless he, I love you,
0: that he took it. You yeah.
1: Know. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was it was just good individual performances at the times, and it just you know sometimes you just got to get the play over the line, and that's exactly what the mm-hmm. Galaxy did. Was they just got the game over the line. They got to ninety minutes, and the breath blew his whistle, and they were up three two. You know, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily the dominant performance that we necessarily saw against LAFC or kind of the the. Mm-hmm the gutty kind of just we are going to we're going to figure this out you know come from behind victory that we saw in san jose it was you know it was just look we're gonna win this game and we just you know it's it doesn't have to be pretty and you know probably should have been three one i think you know david bingham on that second goal yikes um
0: we can't defend him anymore right now and i I had spoken too soon uh at that lafc match where i said oh putting clinsman in and you had a point like yeah of course uh, that would have broken Bingham's morale now we're ready to have Klinsman Klinsman show his stuff
1: I think it would be so I think it would be a very aggressive change to bring in a goalkeeper that you just brought in for the game against LAFC I I don't see that happening
0: no I don't either
1: um just because the team has won three games on the bounce and I think screwing with that chemistry would be a really bad idea but I could see Klinsman getting a look in maybe against San Jose in San Jose or you know mm. when they go to play Seattle or something like that. I could easily see Klinsman getting a game or two here coming up very soon. I mean you look at you look at the mistakes that Bingham has made, you know, of course the 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 infamous free kick in Orlando that he gives he concedes you know the this this mistake. I mean, there was a couple of moments in that Vancouver game in the beginning of the season where you know I thought, oh, I don't know about that. you know i I think it's 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 time, and you know. It's it's interesting because you know Bingham is such an on-keeper to me because you know he's he's an incredibly good shot stopper and incredibly good you know he's a good goalkeeper. Just he's got like he's got a mistake or two in him per game, and that like you you can't be a top-level goalkeeper and and have that happen, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that first goal from Portland, you know, was a good one. That's their talent of their opponent, but after that. Yeah, he get, Bingham gets beat too much. And I know that that's what some of the fans have been saying. Um, but just moving forward with the progress that the Galaxy have been making, you know, Bingham has to... I don't know. He needs to also adjust.
1: Well, also, um, I will also mm-hmm. say, it, Klinsman's not necessarily... Yeah,
0: piece. we don't know. Well, no. <laughs> We're not saying he's necessarily the piece, right?
1: Having seen some of Klinsman's career, he also does have a mistake in him, too. So, like, you know, like... I think Galaxy fans look at Klinsmann and basically say, Oh, he's he's this, you know, golden hope. He still has a mistake in him as well. Like, let's not get too comfortable with the concept that you're, you're you know, Jonathan Klinsmann is this the savior in terms of goal. You know, like yeah, he's, no. he's no Jaime Pinedo. Like, no. like
0: let's you yeah.
1: know.
0: nobody is. But yeah, let's but still let's see, like I said before, like let's see what what he can do. Um you're right. I wouldn't put him up against um a game that we essentially for our pride <laughs> have to right. have to win on Sunday. Um, but I also want to say that Sarah's had 100 starts. He said uh, post game that he didn't even realize that until he said he checked Twitter <laughs> and then That's, he was told
1: that does not surprise me that may, that that seems like a very Daniel Sarah's thing. Like he seems very much a low key kind of guy.
0: And he says on if team has raised expectations. Quote, we're trying to set a bar for us. A lot of us have been saying, just getting back from Orlando, we have to start over, find our identity, and build from there. We're not even close to a finished product yet, but we're picking up wins, picking up points. That's the beauty of the league. We're still building, progressing in how we want to play every day. We got the job done, and it showed the character this team has, and that alone is something we can build off of, even if we didn't play our best game. End quote. So, that's why he wears the captain's armband. Honestly, (laughs) like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely happy he's he's holding the captaincy on um, mm-hmm. currently, even though Suturito is theoretically club captain right now. Um, well,
0: yeah, and then when Jonathan's on, it's like give it to him.
1: Yeah, but you know, I think he he's exactly
0: right. sorry, because now we have Jonathan Klinsman. Anyway, go ahead.
1: He's exactly right. You know, the, this Galaxy identity. I think they have found this identity, which is they're no longer kind of the the glitzy glamour club that kind of has a certain fragileness to them. Like they are a very tough club, and and I also agree, you know, they, they did, in San Jose, against San Jose and, and, and in Portland, they didn't play their best soccer, like, I, I think we can agree on that, you know, passing accuracy against Portland was kind of, uh, you know, they were, they looked a little uncomfortable in possession mm-hmm. at times, but, you know, they got the job done, and, and at the end of the day, you know, it, it doesn't matter how how pretty it looks, it matters what's on the scoreboard after 90 minutes, and I think this Galaxy team is kind of come to the conclusion that they don't have to impress people with their skill and their talent they have to impress mm-hmm. people with their results and that's what they're doing and it's and it's worked successfully it worked for them you know when they came behind twice against San Jose it's worked for them when they had to hold a lead against Portland you know and and Portland put pressure on them i think you know they're, they and, and 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 again at times in that LAFC game where it's just this galaxy team bends but it doesn't break anymore and i think if you you know you look at the Ola- the team that went to Orlando they just any single time mentally they were put in a difficult situation they broke, and so I think you know that mental toughness is a really big you know difference to to the team that went to Orlando,
0: yeah, I mean definitely when you see that first build up, you see the potential i mean you want more of that, you're like, this team can do this um you know, and then the other side is like, well MLs is MLs, so you're not really gonna you're not watching it for the sexy soccer <laughs> necessarily, you know you're not watching it for the pretty stuff but i would love to see skills and talents because i know that they have it i mean even pavone on that ball you know um i'm really not sure where that Golasso came from with corona but that that's that that's all there um and just just waiting to be tapped in it's like it's like a resource you know it's like it's like gold in a mine like let's get at this um
1: well i mean uh with 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 the corona Golosso, I mean, just it's sometimes you just got to put your boot through the ball and and hope it goes and it (laughs) Sometimes it works for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, well it certainly did Um, I will say that the post played on both sides as the 12th man it it protected us and then it also denied uh, Dunbar
1: If we had gotten Efrain Alvarez and Cameron Dunbar's first goals (sighs) in the same game I as I as I said on Twitter Galaxy Twitter would have caused a seismic event in Southern California. Like, just... The the place would have exploded. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I... This is what we're talking about. Play Dunbar. He came in in the 87th minute as a sub, and in stoppage time is already almost shooting a goal.
1: I mean, this is, like why I've I've been so frustrated when it comes to Shiloto's relationship with Cameron Dunbar and, and his usage. Like, I mean, Cameron in what like a, a seven minute cameo at most, like looked phenomenal. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the kid's got a, a certain level of confidence at that age that I think really distinguish him, distinguishes him as a player that's going to be a very good player for a very long time. It's the fact that not a lot of people that in that age group as players have that level of confidence that he seems to have every single time he takes the field. And like, I want to see more of that and it's frustrating to me that Shiloto doesn't want to engage with that because he like you know I get to a certain level you're protecting the kids from you know overexposure right you don't want them to mm-hmm. to lose that confidence you know if they have a bad outing or something like that but like you and your coaching staff is your job is when when he one of the player like that has a bad outing or something like that you're in his ear saying like look you know you didn't have your best day but like you're still the player that we know you are like you know kind of getting that you know like basically being the mental support for that kind of player like you know like, don't be afraid to you know don't be afraid to put him in positions where it's a little uncomfortable don't be afraid because like he's, he's clearly got the confidence for those moments it's he's got to you know use him more often
0: yeah the galaxy are going to lead by example in youth development this this is how you do it um this is when i i just think back to when zlatan you know gave Ephraim the the little bit of coaching when he was talking to the media you know, just just those things from from the veteran players and from the coach, like, like just play him and and take care of him. You know, grow him, teach him. Like, that's exactly what this is for.
1: Well, and I mean, um, with Efrain mm-hmm. Alvarez, I mean, Zlatan Ibrahimovic literally said there is no better talent in MLS than Efrain Alvarez. So, like, that's it's mm. a pretty good endorsement in terms of your talent development. So, like, right? I mean, they've they they've got the talent. They, you know, they need to not be afraid to to kind of put them in in uncomfortable situations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm so glad, I mean, fresh legs, young legs are always good, but I am glad to see that the galaxy are not getting tired as they play. Um, Portland stadium, whether they have fans or not, is not an easy terrain to be on.
1: I mean, their, their turf has gotten a lot of stick for being one of the most difficult surfaces to play in MLS. Like it's, Mm -hmm. again, it is, it is not an easy place to play a game. Um, you know, but again, it, this Galaxy team just went out and 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 went about its business in an efficient, methodical way, which was you know they just got the job done. Sometimes that's all you got to do.
0: So, Rolf Felcher, I'm sorry that he lost his father-in-law. Whatever the reason, I we have to say he messed up the Galaxy's defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know i i i i like rolf as a player every now and then i think you know he's a very good attacking wing back but i think what we saw in portland was defensively he's still what we knew he was which is you roll the dice every single time he has to go one on one with a player and i think between you know the, the performance against san jose and then the 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 substitute performance in in, Por- in portland you know it it's hard for me to to after after Araujo bossed boss that side of, the, of of the field for you know 70 plus or whatever however many minutes you know to watch a, or to watch filter kind of look like he was on skates whenever he had to go one on one with the player was was kind of disheartening, and mm-hmm. also kind of uh, I, I just I can't I I I can't see him keeping a starting role in this team anymore. I, it's you know I think you know between the confidence that Efren Alvarez showed and then you know the confidence that Julian Araujo showed at the, at at the outside back position, you know I I, I think. I think Araujo has played Fulcher out of this team. And, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure Raul Fulcher's a lovely guy, but, you know, I'm really happy that is going to get that opportunity.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, you know, like you were saying, the outside backs continue to worry us.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is. No, Again, nobody looked at this Galaxy team and thought there was really any positions of depth outside of center defensive midfielder. Like, Mhm. As Sarah said in that quote that you mentioned earlier, like they're still a work in progress. Like, this still feels like they could make, you know, seven or eight editions and still, and, and it would be more complete. You're like, but, you know, again, they're, they're getting the job done while also realizing they're a work in progress. And that's, you know, to have that confidence of knowing that you can get the job done, even though you know this team isn't complete, that's, that's good confidence to have
0: yeah and I'm glad for the for the consistency that the galaxy are showing, even with bad giveaways and you know, um, you know, even with some of the shadows of quote unquote, the you know the old team. Um, you know it it really is like like they've they've turned a corner now. It's only been three games. Um, the whole point of all of this is that we want to see that the galaxy can compete. At a higher level of play, I would love to see them against other teams. Um, it's good to see them again against a matchup like, you know, uh, LAFC and San Jose. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be more of the same of what we already saw. I think um, it's really easy for the Galaxy to to end up predictable if they're not careful. So. So going into the LAFC match, I mean, we were honest. We were like, we're not really sure what to make of it exactly.
1: Well, I think this LAFC game is interesting because, again, it was one of those situations in the first game where Shaloto kind of really dominated Bob Bradley in terms of tactical, tactical planning. And, you know, I think Bob Bradley really struggled to figure out, you know, the fact that Shaloto played, you know, that, you know, folding in Julian Araujo, really not playing... Aggressively, and I think one of the things that was a hallmark of this of the the ga- the first kind of clasicos or trafficos, excuse me, was that the Galaxy played really aggressively in terms of possession, in terms of passing, or excuse me, in terms of pressing, in terms of defensive uh, defensive shape, etc. You know, the Galaxy were a little bit more passive in that game uh, last Sunday against LAFC. Like they they definitely allowed LAFC time on the ball, allowed them possession on the ball, and the Galaxy kind of just harassed the center midfielders and made it really difficult for you know a guy like Sifuentes or a guy like um you know Latif Blessing to to operate what I saw in you know watching the game that LAFC played against San Jose I think I saw a little bit of the early tactical stuff that Bradley I think is planning to do this upcoming Sunday which is that he played Latif Blessing an outside back and I think what they did you know the the reason the Galaxy lost the playoff game was because What happened was LAFC drew the lines of confrontation deeper and deeper into their own defensive third, which is a risky strategy because if you lose possession there, if if kind of your if your creative midfielder laying that deep has a moment of, you know, just kind of just accidental incompetence, like I mean, accidentally loses the ball or something like that, which can happen to any player. All of a sudden the attacking team now has possession in your defensive third with your defensive with your defense kind of scrambling on skates. Against Against San Jose Latif Blessing played outside back in that game. Yeah. I, think, I think it wouldn't surprise me if Bradley goes back to that well, where he plays Latif Blessing at outside back and basically draws the galaxy kind of apart, like you know, like pulling apart, you know, something whatever. At the
0: seams in our defensive holes. Yeah, that's what I exactly. was yeah. and
1: just basically open up a ton of defensive, a, a ton of defensive room.
0: Yeah, because San Jose is defensively weak.
1: Yeah, and also, uh, Matias Almeida's system is not built to play Bob Bradley. Like it's just Bob Bradley, the way that Bob Bradley coaches teams, Matias Almeida's system is like if Bob Bradley could play Matias Almeida three times a week, he would do it. You know, he because he just he hasn't figured out tactically. Because what you know in a man marking system where you know Matias Almeida's got you know each individual player has an individual mark, it opens up so much space and LAFC just loves to just eat space for lunch. Like they love to eat up space quickly. like That's what he did against, you know, the Galaxy in the playoff game last year where he basically said, all right, you know, if you're not going to give us this space, we're going to create this space. And that's why, you know, if you watch that game back, every single goal kick that Tyler Miller takes, it's to one of the outside backs or it's to a midfielder sitting on basically level with the -hmm. box and just basically immediately Fabio Alvarez is, you know, 30 feet outside of possession or outside of position. And then LAFC just pings a long ball up into that space and, uh, you know. Diego rossi or someone's in in on mm-hmm. space you know one-on-one roll filter which is just not a matchup i like you know but so i think what the galaxy have to do in this game is they have to be very wary of the fact that i think LAC is going to sit a little bit deeper they're going to move the moments of creation a lot deeper than where they normally like to do but by doing that the galaxy they think they can pull the galaxy apart by just making the galaxy feel so spaced out that you know a Perry Kitchen or, you know, if Jonathan Dos Santos can go 90 in this game, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos or Perry Kitchen or Joe Corona, you know, whoever have you, instead of having a one on one matchup now has, you know, a three on one overload and they have to somehow figure out a way to to cover the space of two other players. Like, that's what I think LFC really wants to do against the Galaxy again. And my my thought on it last night and kind of what I think the Galaxy could do to kind of alleviate this problem is I think sitting legit as the that number 10 behind mm-hmm. Uh, Zubak, or if, if Chicharito's healthy, if, if you know, we hardly we really know I, about that. Uh,
0: yeah, I haven't heard. I think we would have heard if he was going to be available. Honestly, I, think so.
1: I think so as well, but, you know, they, they could be keeping cards close to their chest. You know, who knows? Sure. Um, what, you could, what, what could be a really smart way to do this is basically let Zubak be the highest press point and then let LeJet kind of float into the space that Ethan Zubak will vacate by being the highest press point but have Lejet basically play defensive midfielder in the sense that just have him try to pick off a pass or two, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, have him try to win one of those long balls. Have him try to win, you know, if, you know, if they go on the ground and they think they have, you know, a two-on-one overload in the center of midfield, you know, where, like, Fuentes or, you know, I, I Fuentes or, you know, like, I, I don't know, Mark Anthony Kay is operating in a space that, you know, they think, quote-unquote, they have. And, you know, Legette gets in, steals quickly, and then all of a sudden it's him and and back bearing down on two center backs that have not looked confident at any point in MLS since MLS is back, you know, and even then they didn't mm-hmm. really look confident in Orlando. Like I think the galaxy can figure this out very easily, but the problem is they can't let themselves fall into the same trap they did against, against LAFC in the play and that playoff game, which is that they just allowed themselves to get pulled apart without realizing they were getting pulled apart. You know, like yeah, they have to be very wary of, you know, what they did so well in that first game against LAFC this um, it, 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 a week ago, which was that, they they kept their shape effectively very well. They can't they can't go away from that. And if but if they can keep their shape as well as they did in that first game, then I really do think LAFC is going to struggle, hurting the Galaxy. But they can't uh, they can't be led to be unaware about breaking that shape.
0: Yeah, the Galaxy definitely shouldn't be overconfident, and I don't want them to underestimate LAFC because you really kind of don't know what team is necessarily going to show up. Um, You know, especially after that last time. And and we're home now, so that just means that the heat wave will have a nice little ocean breeze. Um, It's also also a 7.30 kickoff, so it's not going to be as hot. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you're right, but I still just think about how hot it'll be all day. But, um, yeah, but, the you know, as long as the Galaxy are able to mark men when the LAFC gets set pieces and then also just being sure to capitalize on set- when it's their turn to have set pieces i think that's how the galaxy can score
1: yeah i mean the galaxy are a superior team to a lot of mls teams when it come to set pieces they if they can get a couple of opportunities i mean you saw what happened i mean the first goal that the galaxy scored against lafc last game was off of a set piece theoretically like i mean
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know and and you saw kind of how dire lafc's marking was at times on set pieces in that game like I mean, the Galaxy will get their opportunities. They will get their looks on set pieces. They need to take advantage of them. I think the Galaxy need to be a little bit more efficient in terms of taking advantage of their chances. I think, you know, they had more opportunities than those three goals against Portland. They needed to take those chances. I think, you know, and they played a B Portland team. You know, it was definitely Portland in full squad rotation mode.
0: And that's what was so frustrating about us conceding two goals, too.
1: Yeah, and I mean, better teams are going to punish them. And that's, you know, like, the Galaxy have to be ruthless in front of goal in this game against LAFC on Yeah, because
0: otherwise I feel a draw, to be honest.
1: Yeah, and I mean, LAFC looked like they hit another gear against San Jose. And I mean, yes, San Jose looked a little gassed, and San Jose kind of looked out of the game from minute one. And, and, and you know...
0: It, you can blame the coach on that, too. But... Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean just Almeida's all-consuming man-marking system does... A, tire players out, and B, Bob Bradley's, you know, turn moments of transition into chaos strategy works really well against that kind of style, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, it, it still, I mean, this LAFC team is very dangerous, but I think the Galaxy can and will have their opportunities, you know, considering how defensively weak they especially looked uh, in the game against Seattle, where kind of, you know, there was there was moments in that game where LAFC just looked pedestrian, and we're not used to that. And I think the Galaxy can can capitalize on those moments and you know if, if you know if they can get an opportunity in a set piece or if you know maybe you know a moment of individual brilliance from you know the jet or maybe even offering Oliver gets the start in this game you know it, the i was thinking
0: their... that but but if already played 75 minutes so i'm not sure
1: well I, I like the idea i like what they did in that first game with with Araujo at winger and 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 kind of the games that the the galaxy have been most successful against LAC is having arajo stay as a winger but not having him be you know, a traditional winger, so to speak, but having him kind of tuck inside and make it really difficult for the center uh, center midfielders to operate. Or, you know, in the the, the slots on hot-trick game where he stayed defensively and made, you know, Diego Rossi, and um, who was playing wing-back that night for LAFC, I can't remember, but basically made them stay at home all night to defend him and, like, really took out half of, you know, one side of the, of, of LAFC's vaunted attack. You know, like, Araujo seems to be the magic, the silver bullet in this game, and I think, you know, it, you know, I I like him in that winger position, especially tucking inside to 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 work on Zafuentes and and Mark Anthony Kane, whoever fills in. You know, um, I I like that kind of that wrinkle that I think really Bradley was not prepared for. Um, the problem is that you know that wrinkle is all well and good, but Bradley's got 90 minutes of game footage to figure out how to coach against that. And if there's one thing that Bradley's very good at, he's he's a student of the game. He he will watch footage. He will figure out how to beat that. So the Galaxy have to be on their toes.
0: Absolutely, I I think the galaxy, yeah, definitely they can't be caught sleeping. Um, they at any point they need to get clean it up, tighten it up. Um, because like you said, the LAFC will punish us on, on the slightest mistakes, and we still see, um, little slip ups, bad giveaways, things like that. Um, yeah, I mean the
1: galaxy played two teams in San Jose and in, in Portland where they could bend but not break. You know, mm-hmm. but they didn't. They're playing a team that you know, they will break them if they make these kind of mistakes. Like, the Galaxy do have to tighten up pretty significantly defensively. They can't, you know, they can't be lax. And it's it's going to fall into Puyansteres to really do what they did so well against LAFC, which is basically stay together and, and not allow LAFC to pull them apart. It, it really, mm-hmm. really, when it comes to LA, beating LAFC, it's, it's really a question of you can't let them pull, you know, you as a defensive formation apart, and you can't let them pull your center backs apart because – once they get those one on one overloads or one of them, sorry, those one on one matchups with, with center backs who aren't really sure about their positioning, they punish those. And that's an issue. You know, the Galaxy have to, again, be very, very aware of not letting anything get pulled apart in this game.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's, and, and taking on defenders as well. I mean, we saw Raho not afraid to take on three by himself, but he also shouldn't have to take three by himself. Um, well,
1: mm-hmm. defense, that's defensive shaping, right? Like, LAFC decided that every single time a winger in the Galaxy formation got forward, they were going to put three defenders on him every single time. They did it with Pavón on the other side as well. That's just a moment of individual brilliance from Araujo. i I'm okay with that because that takes out three players out of the play. Like we're going to need those kind of moments of individual brilliance against LAFC. Like that's just how you beat them. And you know, and I hope Pavón keeps you know this lightning form that he's been on. I'd like to see him score a goal or two in this game on uh, on Sunday. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you know. Again, it's 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 about the defensive shape for me in this game and it it's about defensive discipline from the galaxy in this game for me.
0: Yeah. So we'll have to see. I'm I'm very excited. Actually I can record this game and can watch this game, thankfully. Stupid <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> Finally on national television again. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, El Trafico, they're gonna they're gonna capitalize on that, right? <laughs> uh <laughs> So, thank you again for listening. Thanks for joining us on episode 17 of Simply Soccer. Please like, follow, subscribe. Um, We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And, yeah, we'll catch you after the next game.
1: We will have a lot to talk about, I'm assuming.
0: Oh, yeah. And preview that San Jose match, too. All right. Thanks.